The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio, streaming live on the web at linewsradio.com. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about the amazing things that our students are doing in schools across Long Island. And once again, we're still broadcasting remotely because of the pandemic. Schools are closed, but there are still things going on, and we are still spotlighting our students. And in this week's spotlight, well, takes us to Smithtown High School East. And we're going to be dealing with a senior over at Smithtown High School East who also happens to be co-president of the DECA Club, Alexis Albert. Alexis, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. And first off, and I've been asking my guests, how have you been dealing with and during the pandemic? I hope you've been staying healthy and safe and the same with your family. How's everybody doing? Yep, everyone's doing well here. Um, it's definitely been difficult to be away from school for so long. But I'm um, just trying to hang in there, get all the assignments done uh, remotely. And um, it's been pretty good. So before we get into and talk about the subject matter that uh, brought you to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, I, I am curious that from a senior perspective, and trust me when I say this, there are Everybody out there has been thinking about our high school seniors this year and how different your senior year is because of the school closure, because of the pandemic. And, you know, it's ironic when I think back, you entered this world, your class entered this world just after 9-11, and the world was a very different place then. And then you guys also lived through the Great Recession in the middle of your academic career. And here we are, your senior year, we're dealing with the pandemic. So it's very different. Distance learning, school closure. Give us some perspective on how you've been coping with that. Yeah, so it's definitely been difficult to be out of the school building. Um, it's just a very different dynamic doing school from home, as you may know. But um, I'm just trying to hang in there and remember that uh, this is something that, you know, is really catastrophic. But we're going to be able to take something from it, and uh, we're going to be able to learn something from it about ourselves and about the world and how a lot of things are just very unpredictable, and we just have to do our best to kind of, I guess, roll with the punches. Well, Alexa, I got to tell you, that perspective is a very mature perspective. You are mature beyond your years, as they would say, and I think a lot of adults listen back to what you just said, and I think they could learn a lot of lessons from a very healthy perspective that you just gave us. And I credit you for that, and I credit your family for raising you to have such a great perspective during some very challenging times. And, you know, for some folks, these type of stresses really create issues in the world and issues surrounding mental health. And the reason we have you on your show, on the show, uh, you, uh, a while back, worked with Suffolk County Legislator Robert Trotta uh, dealing with teen mental health. Tell us a little bit about what you did. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to make sure that the campaign was reaching a broader scope than just the school building and the district. So I, with a little bit help, with a little bit of help from my advisor, we thought of going to the Suffolk County Legislator and proposing 
a resolution that would actually bring a lot of attention to teen mental health in the county. So I had a few emails with Susan Eckert, Robert Trotter's assistant, and she was very nice, super supportive. And I went over to the legislator October 2nd. Um, I gave a little speech to them about why we need, you know, a teen mental health awareness month, the need for it to recognize that, you know, teens have all these thoughts, these feelings and emotions that they're bringing into the school building that don't become addressed and bringing attention to it will bring light to that. And um, luckily, it was passed uh, a few days later, October 9th, by the county executive. And then that next month, November, marked uh, the first Teen Mental Health Awareness Month in Suffolk County. And it was actually the first mental health legislation since 2006. That's, that's, that's kind of fascinating for me that it's the first legislation since 2006. And those of us in the school industry and those of us that have been involved in schools know just how crucial and how important the social and emotional well-being of our students is. Uh, we are all uh, all too familiar with the alarming increase in suicide rates and, and other issues surrounding mental health stressors and, and how teens are coping or not coping. So what got you on this path? And I know this was part of a larger project uh, with your association with DECA. What drove you towards dealing with this very sensitive subject in mental health. Yeah, well, I knew I wanted to do the community awareness project for DECA. Um, at first, I was a bit hesitant about what topic I wanted to do, but I knew that uh, mental health would probably have the greatest benefit for the community at large and for the students. And what has been some of the things that you have seen in your experience with your fellow students of teens that are, you know, maybe in the middle of a crisis or dealing with some sort of PTSD or maybe dealing with some phobias or anxiety? What are some of the things that you have seen in your district to try to help you guys and support the emotional and social emotional uh, well-being of the students over at Smithtown? Uh, this year, uh, I'm not sure if they initiated it. This year, I think it has been in place for a couple of years now. Um, they put in social emotional uh, learning programs for students. Um, I believe at all levels of, um, you know, all grade levels, um, because I think they do recognize that there's this need for more attention to the mental health of the student, both inside and outside of the classroom. But yeah, I have seen a lot of my friends coping with uh, anxiety, uh, whether it's related to school or outside stressors. Um, but yeah. I've seen a lot of it within the school building, outside of the school building. Um, I know a lot of us, you know, feel this way. Right. And what were some of the things, uh, were there any special initiatives, given the fact that the county announced, okay, month, the month of November is now Teen Mental Health Awareness Month. Were there any other separate initiatives that started up in conjunction with this to help support and kind of raised the awareness or marketed, if you will? Were there other things that went on besides just the county naming it? Well, uh, there were more initiatives that happened within the district uh, that I launched. Uh, they weren't as uh, community widespread as was the uh, Teen Mental Health Awareness Month initiative. But in Smithtown, we uh, put a lot of focus on it within the school building. And what were some of the things that they did in the school building 
in conjunction with this Awareness Month? We had a family university night dedicated to mental health education for both parents and students and any families that wanted to come join. We had mental health specialists speak about mental health um, on various topics like anxiety, uh, addiction identification, and uh, we also had uh, Eric Houston from the Same Here Global Campaign. Uh, he talked about his experience with mental health and his story resonated with a lot of students. He actually spoke to all four grade levels about his story, and that was just really great to hear from someone who um, is really experienced in the workforce, and to hear his story was just very inspiring to a lot of students. And what was the one point about his story that stood out to you? What was the thing that you could walk away with uh, that just really resonated? Yeah, he told us about the new coping mechanisms that he was able to find that worked for him after so long. Um, he couldn't, you know, find the best treatment for him. And uh, all the pathways just didn't seem to work out for him. And so he was losing hope throughout the course of his uh, journey. And uh, he was finally able to get to a point where he felt comfortable and safe. And that was just very inspiring for us students to know that, uh, you know, uh, if we're struggling with something, there will be an end to it or we will be able to cope with it in a better way. And, you know, pain doesn't last forever. And it was quite prophetic, if you will, that you raised the issue of teen mental health awareness in Suffolk County, which was named and designated for the month of November due to your efforts. Uh, working with County Legislator Robert Trotter and County Legislature and County Executive agreeing with you. And here we are a few short months later that probably some of those lessons or some of the reasons you wanted that awareness raised are being put to good use today because we are dealing with a major stressor for even the most normal and level-headed folks who can deal with stress. This pandemic has shut down an entire country. It's shut down our county and it's shut down our schools. We are speaking with Alexis Alvin from Smithtown High School, East High School campus, and Teen Mental Health Awareness. And when we come back from the break, we're going to learn a little bit more about Alexis, her involvement with DECA, and what the BREEZE program is all about. Plus, we'll find out some of her plans after graduation and what she thinks that might look like. You're listening to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio, streaming live on the web at LINewsRadio.com. This is Bob Vecchio saying we'll be right back after this. And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Hey, check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. You can see photos from past shows. You can also see links to past shows. But more importantly, that's your place to go to suggest the program club or activity that your student is involved in. And your school district may be the next one right here in our spotlight. We are continuing our conversation with Alexis Albert. She's a senior at Smithtown High School East. And she, well, she was the person who spearheaded the effort to make sure that November was declared Teen Aware Mental Health Awareness Month in the county of Suffolk. And she worked with a local legislator, 
And, well, the rest of the legislature agreed and the county executive signed it in. And this past November, it was Teen Mental Health Awareness Month, thanks to the efforts of Alexis, who's co-president of the Dex Club at her school. Uh, Alexis, before the break, we were talking about, you know, some of the things that the school district did in conjunction with Teen Mental Health Awareness. Uh, but there's also another program, if I understand correctly, called Breathe. Uh, in your district. Talk to me a little bit about that and what it is. Yes, so Breathe is actually uh, more of a campaign. Uh, The Breathe campaign was used as a way to bring attention and awareness to the topic of mental health, Uh, but the district has put in uh, numerous programs like social-emotional learning um, within the learning curriculum for students. But Breathe is more of a campaign to bring attention and awareness to this topic. And if you saw a classmate who was obviously struggling or somebody that is struggling and doesn't really know what to do or where to go to seek out help, what advice could you give them? I would approach them. Uh, I find that for students, uh, sometimes when the school gets involved, there's added pressure and anxiety to the student who may be struggling. So oftentimes it's easier to have a, you know, peer-to-peer conversation about uh, what might be troubling the student or a peer to, uh, a student-to-teacher conversation about what, uh, what may be troubling the student. And I think that uh, that kind of uh, more relaxed conversation is what can get these students to feel a little bit better, a little bit better about their situations. All right. And what other do you think students should employ for themselves to not stress out so much or kind of give them tips on how to relieve some of the stresses they may be feeling? Sometimes students get very worked up when it comes time. I mean, well, regents were canceled this year, right? But, you know, exam time, uh, pressure to make sure you get the passing grade, acceptances into college. What are some of the tips that you could give uh, your colleagues, your peers, say, hey, you know, try to employ some of these techniques, these coping mechanisms to help you through some of the difficult or stressing times? Yes. So um, I would say in um, the instance of anxiety, um, I would say just to breathe, like the breathe campaign, and um, just try to, you know, calm down your nerves in the moment. Um, But if it's on a topic of schoolwork or this prolonged sense of anxiety. Um, I would say to make sure that you're leaving time uh, in the day for things that you like and things that you want to do and not overloading your schedule with things that may seem like a burden to you. Uh, Journaling also may be helpful to actually uh, put down your thoughts onto paper and allow you to visualize them and actually, you know, close the book on your thoughts. So those are a few of my suggestions for people who may be struggling. Well, again, very, very wise suggestions and advice uh, from somebody, you know, again, mature beyond your years. Let me ask you this, Alexis. uh, My dealings with students from doing this show over many, many years when you're involved in a club like this and you have the awareness and leadership that you obviously present, you're normally involved in a few other things at your school. Tell us a little bit more about what you do or have participated in in Smithtown East uh, besides DECA. Yeah, so this year I actually uh, integrated myself within the Wellness Committee, 
Um, it's a group of teachers, faculty, a few students who actually oversee how the district goes about health in the district. So topics like nutrition, uh, the district's mission statement, mental health, uh, we talk about that. That's something I've been uh, devoting myself to this year. Um, I'm also president of our school's political awareness club. The club has been inactive for numerous years. And a year ago, I wanted to restart the club because of its prolonged inactivity. Uh, so that's something I'm also very devoted to. And I'm also a member of a couple other clubs, uh, School of Business Honor Society, uh, Social Studies Honor Society, and French Honor Society. So you, you keep pretty busy at all the honor societies <laughs> and all these clubs. Let me ask you, let me ask you about the political awareness club, right? Because, um, you know, reading what you were involved in, you know, there's a lot of politics involved, right? So you obviously, you lobby, essentially, legislative Trotter's office with your idea, and then you had to go to the legislature and stand before the horseshoe, as they call it, right, and speak to all those legislators about your idea. So tell me about some of the things you've done with the Political Awareness Club to revive it. Yes, yeah, so our meetings consist of not so much debate style, but more discussion style. Uh, we have people... People from all sides of the spectrum share their opinion on numerous topics. Um, we've had topics about abortion, gun control, um, immigration. Um, and we just have these peaceful discussions about the topics, allow everyone to speak. And uh, we've done a couple uh, clothing drives, a few things for the community, but the club is definitely more focused on having this uh, peaceful discussion about politics. And did you learn about the process, like how local government works or state government works? Did you do a little research in that? I mean, obviously you had to do a little research on how to make the county do something. So is that part of the club as well? Uh, not so much, uh, because it's more part of the social studies curriculum that we learn within the classroom. Um, and all members uh, have a pretty good grasp on it. But uh, more of what we talk about is uh, some of the hot issues in politics. And what was the hottest issue that you guys were discussing this past year? Hmm. Uh, a couple <laughs> of them. Because it was probably... right there. I mean, it was probably changing daily for you. Yeah. Uh, we recently had an online discussion over um, a video chatting platform about uh, the government's response to the coronavirus, um, how the economy is working, um, how politics is working with the coronavirus, and how that is all playing out. So that has probably been um, one of the larger ones, just because it's been, you know, this huge topic recently. Sure. So let me ask you from your perspective, how has the governmental response, we'll start off with the state level, how has the state level response been in your opinion? I think that uh, closing down, you know, schools and, um, you know, closing down everything is probably the best way to go about it. Um, I do worry about, uh, you know, what's going to happen to people who, you know, can't afford to not be at work and who can't afford to be furloughed. I do worry a lot about those people who are, um, you know, concerned with how they're going to make their next payments, you know. Um, a lot 
of us on Long Island or some of us don't have to worry about that. But uh, for a lot of other people, that is, you know, a topic on their minds. And um, I think that we've been doing the best that we can, but I do worry about reopening too soon. And what do you think college is going to look like for you come September and where are you planning to attend? This September, I'm planning to go to Stony Brook University. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like. I've been uh, looking for updates every few days. Um, but in the spring, I'll be matriculating to Brandeis University. And so because I have, um, you know, I'm super close to the school that I'll be attending in the fall, I haven't been too worried about doing remote learning. But I am worried for about a lot of my other peers who are planning to, you know, move out of the house and go away in the fall. Well, Alexis, I wish you all the best. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And thank you for raising the issue of teen mental health awareness. And now November is Teen Mental Health Awareness Month in Suffolk County. Thank you for that. And all the best after you graduate from the town high school. Thanks for joining us with Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And Hope to hear from you again in the future. I have a feeling we will because we got bit by that political button. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And once again, just keep plugging away, folks. Keep moving forward. The light at the end of the tunnel, well, it's not an oncoming train. It is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to get out on the other side better and stronger than before. So stay tuned, keep in, and tune in each and every week. Talk to you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.